Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's November 5th, 2019. I'm Ryan Delaney, sitting in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, St. Louis public schools leaders and independent charter schools didn't always get along, but they're slowly becoming more partners than rivals. To the degree that we can work together to reduce our overhead, to the degree that we can, I think we should. A look at how charters and the city's school district are getting along. That's in a moment. First, a roundup of the news. St. Louis County Police Chief John Belmar appears to have the support of the two nominees to the Board of Police Commissioners, at least for now. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more from last night's question and answer session with Ray Price and Michelle Schwerin. Former Police Chief Tim Fitch, now a Republican County Council member, cut right to the chase. Is it your goal to replace Chief Belmar? No. That's Schwerin, an attorney at the law firm Capes Sokol. My goal is to gather facts and determine a strategy to identify the positive aspects of the department and build on them and identify areas that need to be improved. Price, a former Missouri Supreme Court judge, said he had not made up his mind about Belmar's future. The two nominations came after a jury ruled the department had refused to promote a sergeant because he is gay. All four current members of the police board are serving on expired terms. The county council could vote on Schwerin and Price's nominations tonight. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Meanwhile, in Jefferson City, a small group of Missouri senators met Monday for several hours to address the issue of gun violence throughout the state. This is the first meeting for a newly formed committee. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports from the State House, they plan to come up with recommendations for the legislative session that begins in January. A lot of the testimony focused on urban areas, specifically St. Louis and Kansas City. Kim Gardner, the St. Louis prosecutor, spoke about crime in the city. She says it's gotten deadlier in the last decade. From 2015 to 2016, 94% of homicides in St. Louis City involved a gun as opposed to 78% in 2004. Guns are also were involved in over 60% of assaults and robberies from 2015 to 2016, compared with 43% in 2004. She pushed for preventative solutions. She wants to see an investment of $500,000 for a gang intervention unit that would build relationships with community members to find what she called crime drivers. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll. St. Louis Public Radio. And a developer plans to build a plant in North St. Louis that will turn garbage into fuel that factories can use instead of fossil fuels. St. Louis Public Radio's Eli Chen reports that the operation could also help increase recycling in the St. Louis area. STL Land Development is a subsidiary of New Planet Energy, a Los Angeles-based alternative energy company. It wants to build a facility that will extract cardboard, metals, and plastic bags from garbage and process that material into pellets. Large factories like cement kilns and paper mills can burn those pellets as fuel. St. Louis developer Chris Goodson is a local partner on the project. He says the plant could help divert waste from landfills. Chinese tariffs have made recycling more expensive. Unfortunately, recycling has dipped to some of the lowest levels it's had in in a long time. So this is a great solution to uh, flip that dynamic and get recycling back up where it should be. The facility could cost up to $100 million. I'm Eli Chen, St. Louis Public Radio. 
And now for our main story. Charter schools opened in St. Louis two decades ago, but it was not a warm reception all around. Now, a once-adversarial relationship between traditional public school backers and charters is showing signs of warmth. To show how, let's first catch the school bus. It's not unusual to see school buses crisscrossing St. Louis neighborhoods, like here in Carr Square, early in the morning. Each bus picks up kids who may live next to each other, but attend schools in opposite directions. Executive Director of KIPP St. Louis Charter Schools, Kelly Garrett, says it's inefficient. We are all running buses, in many cases, not only to the same neighborhoods, but to the same blocks, and in some cases literally to the same houses, um, then we, we can do a better job. KIPP is one of the largest networks of independently run public charter schools in the city, with 2,300 students. Confluence Academies educates another 3,000. They, along with St. Louis Public Schools, run buses to get their kids to schools every day. There is a chance those kids could soon all pile onto the same bus, regardless of if they go to a St. Louis Public School or one of KIPP or Confluence's schools. Their transportation coordinators are trying to figure out ways to share buses and their costs. A partnership like this would not have happened two decades ago, when the approach toward charter schools by traditional district backers was more inhospitable. When charter schools first arrived in the early 2000s and SLPS was closing schools, the board refused to sell them to charters. And then the district was involved in a lawsuit over sales tax revenue. Jerry Kettenbach runs the University of Missouri-Columbia's charter school office, which sponsors Confluence Academies. So I would say that There's a perception among charter school people because of the lawsuit that there was outright hostility. The state-appointed board that long ran SLPS and Superintendent Kelvin Adams' 12-year tenure has been more friendly. I think we both realize that there there are a a limited uh, amount of money to support public education. To the degree that we can work together to reduce our overhead, whether that's professional development, whether that's transportation, whether that's food service, To the degree that we can, I think we should. SLPS is also no longer part of the lawsuit over the tax revenue. Relations improved about a decade ago when SLPS agreed to rent two former schools to KIPP at no cost under a deal that lets SLPS count those students' test scores toward its own achievement. And Adams is able to tick off a few other areas SLPS has worked with KIPP. They now have a single contract for school lunches, and they've run joint teacher trainings. Kip's Kelly Garrett talks about how charters spur healthy competition, which he says creates better schools. Now, he says it's cooperation that may help do that. You know, if we're fighting each other, it's not going to benefit kids. And, and when detractors, you know, are, are critiquing one or the other model, that, that doesn't help children or families. Candace Carter-Oliver is the executive director of Confluence Academies and says trying to improve is in educators' nature. So when you start to look at what you have available to you uh, and it says and, and you're thinking about always ways to do things better, broaching the conversation, which is what we've done, and exploring or studying that is really the work of education. All three school leaders say they're open to even more. That could be around collectively recruiting students to public education or coordination of opening and closing schools. Adams says any partnership will only go so far as it improves SOPS's bottom line. And the battle still exists for the shrinking number of school-aged children in the city and the state funding dollars that follow them. Adams even has a word for it. Uh, We are in co-competition, if you will. That's cooperation combined with competition. 
Maria Altman edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Our music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Ryan Delaney, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Have a great Tuesday. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.